rolling? Are we rolling? We do be rolling. You know what that means? Time to open a ranch water. It's time to cracker. All right, we're going to try to just ASMR. I feel like that was sexy. That was hot. <laughs> okay, my turn. Ooh, that was noise. <laughs> Ashley, where are we today? We are in, oh, I was going to try to say an undisclosed location. What's, what do people say? An undisclosed location. Is that what it is? But it's very disclosed. We are in Austin, Texas. And we're filming today in front of a live audience. We do. We have a live audience today. <laughs> and by that, we mean one person, Ma- <laughs> Maddie's <Daddy>. cousin, <laughs> Maddie Daddy. <laughs> do we give the background on that? No. Uh, we'll just leave it up for interpretation. <laughs> the you can do both podcast i'm court this is ashley and welcome back people but without further ado shall we get into today's topic yeah very on theme our topic of today's episode is travel tips yes very applicable as courtney's been traveling for (laughs) the past couple weeks and i just traveled here as well so kind of fun and ash was like travel tips and i was like i honestly don't know any travel tips off the top of my head because travel is now my state of being so (laughs) literally yeah no but ash obviously made a list per usual she came prepared i came unprepared i just showed up with the mic in hand and a seltzer for (laughs) ashley and i'm gonna be reacting to her travel tips and butting in whenever wherever possible i wouldn't want it any other way to be honest with you travel tips all right let's get take it it away (laughs) okay so these are gonna be in no particular order when I was on the plane I just like started writing down random things um so first thing is you need to get TSA pre-check oh duh but there's so many people that don't have TSA (laughs) pre-check and it blows my mind honestly I used to have it because I have this thing called like a global entry card Mm -hmm. familiar yeah it just makes it easier for you to travel like across borders yeah when you're outside the country and it ex- and it came with tsa pre and then when my global pre-check expired because i needed to renew it and it's like you have to like go you have to get interviewed like it's kind of a longer process i just simply didn't feel like doing that and i lost tsa pre and i was it sucked like i'm was so embarrassed that i had to go in the normal line i would also be embarrassed <laughs> no honestly it's more so it's not embarrassing in general but when you're with a big group of people and everyone has tsa pre-check it's like well shit yeah see you in 30 minutes like no it saves so much time it's so easy you can keep your shoes on you don't have to take all of your electronics out yeah and you don't have to show up at the airport so early yeah so i just renewed i i just went through the process i'm not even kidding a couple weeks ago so that i didn't need to be a peasant anymore mm-hmm. and it was very simple. I literally just went and I, they took a photo of me, whatever. They obviously did like a background check um, and it was $85, but it's like good for years. Yeah, I think so. it's like four years or something. Maybe yeah. longer. Yeah. But yeah, so worth it. If you don't have TSA pre-check, 100% you need to get on that. Um, okay, next one. Personal. Okay, so I didn't really listen to my travel tip. Why do I but know what you're about to say? Say it. Is it going to be about... 
um, taking shoes off on a plane. No, but we're getting to that later. You want to do that one? No, you can go ahead. Okay. I just I don't know. I just like felt that in my soul that that's what you were going to say. It's because we were just talking about toes. Yeah, and you were like twinkling your feet over there. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> um, okay, next one I was going to say is pack just to carry on. So oh, yeah. it's so nice when you don't have to get to the airport early to A, check a bag, and B, when you get off of the plane... You just have your carry-on in your backpack and you're good to go. You can just immediately go get to the Uber and then wherever your destination is. Yeah. However, this time I did actually bring a carry-on and luggage because, you know, podcast equipment, guys. And I needed my cowboy boots and I needed my cowboy hat. And it was just a necessity. But I think just packing light and doing the overhead carry-on is such a hack. The problem is shoes. Yeah, Shoes shoes take up so much space, so heavy, and like... I've been in situations before where I try to travel extra light and I try to bring like one or two pairs of shoes and it's just simply not enough. You mm-hmm. need, you need a sneaker. You need like an active sneaker, depending on where you're going. You need a heel to dress up. You're not, not one heel might match every single outfit that you're bringing. Like that's so uh, difficult. It is. Real problems. <laughs> it's literally so difficult. No, but it is. It really is. <laughs> no, but my, what I tend to do is, a sneaker, a sandal, a heel. Yeah. And, like that's how you can get away with it. Yep. That's usually what I do too. A nice pair of heels that go with every single outfit. Yeah. Oh wait, going off of packing though, you mm-hmm. also need to pack every single outfit for every single event. Like you can't yeah. just throw stuff in and be like, oh, like here's a couple shirts, here are a couple pants. Like you need to say, okay, what's the vibe? We're going to go out. I need a dinner outfit and a day outfit. Yeah. I always try to do that. When I'm planning for a vacay, I literally break down all the days. I'm like, okay, what am I going to need for this day, this day, this day? And never goes according to plan. No. And you always kind of throw in extra stuff, you know, just in case you don't feel like confident in a certain outfit, whatever. Um, But it's definitely easier said than done. And that only works for for like shorter vacays. Like I literally had to pack for six weeks and I don't know how you did that. I just put my entire closet. You know what? This is going to be an even easier way for me to become a minimalist because Mm -hmm. whatever I don't wear within these six weeks within my current luggage why do I need that so true yeah there's a lot of like purging is that the word like purging getting rid of yeah I actually knew that one good but now I'm double checking it in my head nope you're good okay all right yeah we're gonna go with it that's correct on the topic of shoes Mm mm-hmm what do you do to prevent your shoes from like touching all the other things in your luggage? Or do you not think about that? Because I don't really have a method to my madness and I don't keep them necessarily separate, but that is something that skeeves me out every time. Yeah. So usually I put my shoes in my backpack, like on my carry, like not where my clothes are. Or if I have a carry on, it's the next shoes to your go. computer and the podcast equipment and all the things that you touch on the day to day. No, but th- my computer goes in the sliver of the back. Okay. Um, but yeah, so this time I had a whole suitcase just for shoes and equipment. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously. Um, and then I usually put my clothes on one side and then shoes, cosmetics, like my makeup case on the other. That's how I usually do it. But it is gross when you think about it. It is. And on that same topic, Mm -hmm. when, as you wear clothes throughout your vacay and you have dirty clothes. Yeah. Do you have a separate bag where you basically kind of use that as a hamper to divide what you've worn versus what you haven't? So usually I try to That's a constant struggle for me. 
especially okay. when you have one suitcase it's like where does it go like yeah I try to use like the little pockets within the luggage and then it's like it overflow like you know what I mean yeah no I know what you mean usually I try to unpack when I'm on vacation yeah for the most part uh if I can if there's space like I kind of took over that vanity area yeah also court and I we d- we didn't quite finish our Airbnb tour, but we have like a Jack and Jill. I just learned this term, uh, bathroom. So it's like Courtney's room, and then we both have access from our rooms to the bathroom. Yeah, and it's been so fun. I know it's kind of the best because you have your own space, but then you can get ready together. I s- I can say hi when you go pee. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you've never even heard that term before. I guess Mm -mm. that's in most Florida homes, like that styled bathroom, like connecting bathroom. I've never had one of those in a home before. Well, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's why. Okay. Um, Anyways, yeah. So I try to unpack. So the vanity that's in like our shared. (laughs) Guys, this spicy ranch water is making me burp. I know. That's why I haven't really taken too many sips. Oh, no. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah we're gonna cut all of that out oh okay where were we <laughs> um oh unpacking dirty laundry. yeah so I try to unpack so the vanity in our bathroom like that has all my clothes on and then all of my dirty clothes I just throw in my suitcase mm. so that's how I do it okay that makes sense yeah um but also going off of clothing and packing you had a really good tip that you gave me a couple weeks ago taking photos oh, yeah. of your outfits I've so never you done remember. that I did it this trip for a couple things. And even when I was on the plane, I was like, wait, what did I pack again? And as I come up with plans and you're like, oh, we're going to go to this place. This is the vibe. And I can look up the restaurant and then I'm like, oh, okay, this outfit. Let me like go back and see, which I kind of like. Yeah. This is such a girl thing. Yeah, it is. Matt, are you enjoying yourself? Are you learning something? Matt can't relate because he fully brought his own towels and a blanket two types of people you can do both living in the same household can't you oh my god he literally he arrives he goes where's the iron there is there not an iron here he started ironing is there not an iron i go what what i go matthew what do you need to iron he goes literally everything everything so i actually think you and i are in the not wrong here but in the not majority minority minority yep you're we're in the minority okay. we're in the minority in that because i think the majority of people do iron their clothes well especially I, when it's all shoved into a suitcase well that makes sense but sometimes you just don't have the time nor like really what difference does it make i mean i get it if it's like a men's button down and it that's that's gonna look really bad if you have yeah. wrinkles everywhere but my my little hack is i throw everything in the dryer if there's a dryer and then like wrinkle release it and then hang it up and immediately rather than wasting time but I know that everything calls for that, you know? Yeah. No, I get that. I've never ironed on a trip, but one time With I was on family, a trip. my family, have to iron. Really? Oh, oh well, Denise. Yeah. My mom. <laughs> my mom. Diva. <laughs> my literal icon. She, w- I, she can't be seen with me if it's not, like, ironed. So I'm like, really? You can do it then. And she's like, no. My mom's also very into the whole ironing, making sure your clothes look nice and shoes. If there's any scuffs on my shoe, I don't know what it is, but she's always been like, those shoes are horrible. They look so dirty. Give them to me. I'm going to clean them. Or it's like, we're getting rid of these. Yeah. Which now I'm like hyper aware of that. Yeah. Okay. Next on the list. Anything else for packing? No, but I also just realized that I've been to Vegas in Arizona since we last recorded too oh yeah wait 
I'm thinking of my mom and made me think of that. Yeah. Do you want to fill us in on that? I I want to just give you I want to get your Vegas review. Absolute trash. I let and the adult Disney. Yeah, guys, it feels like adult Disney, like the strip. Granted, there's different parts of Vegas. I was only there for a short period of time. I'm not a gambler. And I was with I was with my family. So it's not like I was on a girl's trip and we were going to like day clubs and all that fun jazz. Yeah. But whole place smelled like tobacco because of all the casinos um, I did enjoy the different hotels having different vibes, but like walking around the different casinos, I was just like, I'm not enthralled here because I'm not a gambler. And then, um, yeah, just walking around, like it genuinely felt like adult Disney. And because like, there's like a fake Paris that felt like I was in Epcot. It was like, there was like, uh, an Eiffel Tower that people were taking pictures in front of. There was like the Venetian is like Italian style. There was what's that famous like Italian like thing in Lizzie McGuire where they throw the coins in the the it's not Isn't that in Rome? Yeah, what is that? Um I really should know this. Yeah, I've never been to Italy. We so look I it don't up. Know. But so yeah, each each hotel had a different vibe and the vibe came from like a different place that the hotel was inspired by. Yeah. And so it just felt like I was walking around Epcot. Oh, oh the, the Trevi, Trevi Fountain. Fountain. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. There was a fake Trevi Fountain, a fake Eiffel Tower and no joke. Tacky. I, yeah. And there, there's like people selling like balloons and light up things and whatever on the street. And I turned to my dad and I go, and my dad and my mom have been to Vegas literally so many times throughout their lives like they think it's fun they come with their friends like annually whatever I turned to my dad I'm like why does this feel like Disney and he started dying of laughter because he had like never heard it described like that and he was like why are you like low-key right right now and then a second later we walked by a Minnie and Mickey Mouse no way yeah like a full like a costume like a full Minnie and Mickey Mouse and they was like taking pictures with people it was just too funny. But yeah, so that's my thought of Vegas. Maybe if I was with, it with the right crowd. I think if it was a more the right a plan. party scene with the girls trip, yeah. you'd enjoy it more. There were a bunch of bachelorette parties that I was honestly inspired by. Not mm-hmm. that I'm anywhere near that in my point of life. But the different fits. Like, honestly, I love that more. There was such a cute group of girls wearing oversized hoodies with bedazzled, like, cowgirl hats and heels. And um, I love that. And on the back of the sweatshirt, it said like 1-800-Vegas or something. And I think on the front, it said something related to the bride. And like all the girls were in uh, pink sweatshirts, but the bride was in a white one. But it was all the same. And it was just like heels and sweatshirts and like cute hats. Oh, we need to find that on Pinterest because I want a visual. That sounds Yeah. Incredible. Oh, I took photos of them for sure. Perfect. Of course, Can't wait to I see. To. Okay. So, so I'll share later. But that was... Vegas and Arizona I loved it it was it was a really interesting experience because I've never really been to the desert before and it was obviously more suburbs suburbs Suburbs. (laughs) you said that you say suburbia but then I stopped but then I said suburb okay it was the burbs yeah um but yeah my brother's going to U of A and it was I was walking around and I was like just shaking my head no like I cannot believe I didn't even know this existed when I was applying to schools yeah when you were sending me pictures and videos I was in awe yeah you said they have an f45 on campus yeah that's they have top golf on campus they have a golf simulator no joke 
That's insane. They, yeah, no, it was pretty disgusting. I was like, Cameron, you're about to have the best four years of your life here. Well, you and visit. I can't wait. Just like, I was like, don't, don't be surprised if I just like show up at your dorm one day. Yeah, no, for sure, though. <laughs> it's so fun. Anyway, travel. Traveling with family. <laughs> no. Okay. Back to the travel tips. Okay. Are we on to the next one? Ready. Okay. Pay to upgrade your seat. This is a hot topic. I don't know. So waste of money. Do you think? I've never done it. Okay. So Joe has kind Joe is the type of person that will always pay to upgrade the seat. Like he wants to travel in comfort because it just makes it so not miserable. So he's kind of slowly turned me onto that lifestyle, I would say. But it is just so nice to board the plane early. Make sure if you do have a carry on, make sure you can get it overhead and don't have to check it and then also the seats are nicer the extra leg room I just I think it's worth it you're the first one off the plane there's nothing there's nothing worse than not being able to pick your seat and being all the way in the back by the toilets I've never done it so I can't really speak to it I will say I'm a 5'2 relatively small human and I barely have room in the normal seats and when I sit next to people that are like a little bit larger than me which is most people because I'm literally five two I feel so uncomfortable for them because I'm like if I'm uncomfortable I can't even imagine how you're feeling right now yeah so in that case I understand to me I just hate all the extra fees and I just think it's like a scam it's like we're going to the same place I don't really feel the need to if I had like a longer flight like if I was flying to Australia or Europe or something then I feel like I would consider it more but I don't understand the people that just try to board the plane first it's like oh dope so you want to sit like on the plane even more and longer than you have to I like do. I'm down being literally the last one on the plane really? and then yeah I'm totally fine with it and speaking of this plane etiquette can we just talk about that first yeah second? let's talk about plane etiquette no one needs to clap no one needs to clap when we land I feel like I haven't really experienced that oh my god if I didn't realize that was with such small a hot children topic. oh my god one of the worst flights I was on in my entire life it was a spirit flight I was in college I mean, I, I took spirit. So like I was expecting the woat, mm-hmm. um, but I kid you not, this family allowed their children to run and scream up, scream up and down the aisles of the plane. How is that allowed? I was like flight attendant. I literally almost like put my foot out. Courtney. <laughs> I just filled my drink. I almost We're getting animated. put my foot out and tripped the children. Like that's how unhappy I was. Uh, also no one needs to like stand up immediately when the plane lands and everyone's grabbing their bags. It's single file line row by row. No one needs to stand the heck up and jet to the aisle. It's like, we haven't even gotten to the gate yet. Like you're not going to get anywhere. If anything, you're just going to cause confusion and hold us up even more because no one knows who do I go? Going off of that. If you're the type of person that has to use the bathroom a lot, Sit on get, the aisle. Get the aisle. Sit on the aisle. Again, not taking my own advice. I had a window seat, and usually I never go to the bathroom on the plane because it grosses me out. <laughs> the The flush of the toilet is yeah. so scary. I will never get over it. But <laughs> I just, I don't know if it, if it was my big coffee or I had a huge water bottle. Oh, so you took a dump on the plane too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I didn't. I didn't. Oh. Um, yeah, I guess the coffee did make it sound like that. But... <laughs> Um, no, but I, w- I had to go pee three times on the plane and this poor woman had to just keep getting up. I apologized every time I was like, I'm so sorry, Ugh. but usually I am an aisle person. 
just for that reason, just in case. Um, I never want to feel like I'm trapped. I know that is the worst feeling. I've like almost peed myself on planes before because I just don't want to inconvenience people. Yeah. Or like Especially the people when it's next a to me are like row. sleeping. Oh my God, the worst. It's horrible. Yeah, but I am more of a window person because I like to have something to put my head up against if I'm trying to sleep or something. I think a lot of people are window yeah. people. Yeah. Um, okay, kind of going off of the upgraded seats, um, a travel credit card. If you have a travel credit card of some sort, there's so many credit cards out there, whether it's an, with an actual airline or it's just another Capital brand. One Venture card. Yeah. Um, like with my credit card, I get a $200 credit towards an airline of my choice. Like you pick it ahead of time. And then that covers the, if I want to check a bag, if I want to upgrade my seat. Every time you fly? Up until $200 for that year. Oh, for Which the is year. huge. So when I had to Wait, check a bag. it's only one $200. For the year. For the year, yeah. Oh, okay. So every year it'll reset. And it's okay. it has to be on your one airline. Okay. So sometimes if it's like, oh, like I choose Delta because uh, that is superior. I will argue anyone on that. But if I if there was a JetBlue that was half the price and I took that, it, it kind of sticks a little bit. But there are so many credit cards out there that offer travel benefits. So I think that's definitely something to consider if you travel a lot. Yeah, and there's nothing better than just living your life, paying your bills, and then just accumulating points that you can use on travel. Because I feel like it always surprises you. It's like, oh, crap, I had points. This flight's yeah. free. Like, that's like the best That's what thing. I did to get here. I yeah. bought it with points. Yeah. So, yeah, it's so nice. Pretty nice. Um. Okay, next one. Noise-canceling headphones. This was my first flight ever that I had noise-canceling headphones, and I can't even – I don't think I'll ever be able to go back. Yeah. It's I'm just, with you. Yeah. Also, but sometimes the humming of the plane is kind of nice. So I sleep on planes. Me too. There's a lot of people that can't. Do you sleep on planes? No. Hmm. See, you can do both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So plane activities. Let's get into this a little bit. I think it is important to plan out what you're going to do on the plane. Am I just crazy? I always, I always plan. I, there is nothing I love more than being on a plane because you're so disconnected from the world. Yeah. So there's no distraction. So I, I always do my best work on the plane, whether it's journaling mm-hmm. or like planning out my grocery list for when I land or like literally just tapping into how I'm feeling or like what I was just doing and like what I'm excited about. I feel like journal planning, doing work. Like I always create presentations and stuff. Anything that, doesn't require the internet like I make sure that I kind of have things downloaded to my computer so I can get be productive um I will tell you a quick little trauma story okay I was in high school and I was writing my college application essay like finishing it on a plane and it was on it wasn't even on Google Drive it was on like Microsoft or something but I think it was like an autosave situation Mm. so when it wasn't being synced when I was actually typing I finished my college application essay I landed gone absolutely gone that was like three hours of work and it was like something I was working on forever gone so ever since then I've learned to like never trust it like save 5,000 different places whatever but yeah that's my favorite thing even I know people that purchase wi-fi on planes like literally you can't go a couple hours without being disconnected yeah no well that's what I love about planes that's why I think it's so fun to plan your activities that don't involve wi-fi and 
going off of that so when i say plan i'm like oh if there's podcast episodes like you need to make sure they're downloaded Downloaded beforehand right make sure you have your playlist downloaded to your library Yeah. yeah so things like that um it's just something to look forward to and it's so nice to not be on your phone for once because usually with all that downtime I'd be on TikTok exactly or Instagram or something silly like that exactly another thing I love to do on the plane this is more for the girlies out there who take a lot of photos is go through your photos app and delete all the photos that you don't need yep it's the perfect I do it every single flight yeah I think I deleted like six four five six thousand photos yeah that's amazing on the plane and it's just so nice it clears up storage and it I don't want to do that any other you would, time yeah I was gonna say you that's like not something you ever want to spend time doing unless no. you had the time for it I went through a phase where I was like okay my storage is getting too much um I'm going to delete 100 photos a day and it was on my to-do list and it was so daunting I hate it mm-hmm Someone needs to, I mean, this is definitely out there, but invent an easier way. I've also been on a real inventing kick. Um, so Courtney's been working a lot. So Matt and I have been hanging out and I think I've brought up like, like six different inventions that I want to have, but here's a new one. Someone needs to invent a simple way to just plug all of your iCloud Apple photos and like, just get them off of a device and then clear it out easy. Like, I know you can buy a hard drive and, like, download it, but for some reason, I... Well, it's always sitting in the cloud. Yeah, like, I don't want it in the cloud. I want it on an actual de- hardware device, mm. but there's no simple way to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I know it seems simple, and I know I can do it somehow, but there's no articles online that really tell you about it. It's so complicated. And they all involve some type of, oh, use Google Photo, use this use that so you basically want all your photos to sit on a device that you can tap into when you want them but you don't want them on a cloud no I don't want to tap into them I just want to save them and then one day if I wanted to feel like I needed to reminisce or something then like I'll do that but my laptop is doesn't have any storage yeah because it's been with me forever yeah and then my phone is has over 40,000 photos on it that I never look at I okay you're the type of person that loves to go back and look at photos I love I never do I love it. It's so rare for me to do that. So oh this God. is just a me problem. I like live in my camera roll. But anyway, I do have kind of a tangent going off of that. Okay, of course. <sighs> Isn't it kind of sad that like we're not going to have like photo books? I yes. For like our children. I mean, you can always make them. But I feel like because you capture every moment of every day, there's never going to be like a photo of like one singular photo of their fourth birthday or like... Yeah. Certain things, like certain moments that are ingrained in my brain from my childhood are from those distinct memories that either I remember myself or they're like memories I've made up in my head because I've seen these photos so many times or home videos so many times. I think it's just not going to be the same for even people today, like little kids today. It's just their whole life is documented. Yeah. I don't know if it was you or someone else, but they were saying a lot of parents nowadays are creating an email address for their kid and every time there's a photo like let's say it's a birthday they email the photo so one day like the kid will be able to go through and like see all these photos and they're in one place because we're not taking photos and printing them out and putting them in a book like you just said but this way it's like oh like let me go back and search for birthday and then the birthday photo will pop up it's like a very simple easy clean way to like keep all the photos for your kid but it's a lot of work. Yeah, I feel like that's just like an extra. St- like I don't. Know. I've never heard that. I'm not against that idea, but I just don't know how it would actually play out. Like yeah. it's something you'd remember to do. 
I feel like that's a good like intent to have. Like, yeah. oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. Anyway, sorry for getting us off track. No, it's usual. okay. Something I also want to start doing is making those. Sis just made. I think she ordered books or something, but you can just upload basically a bunch of photos and then you can put them in a coffee table book hmm. and it's so cute and it would be so Shout cool to be like, we do that. Yeah, exactly. And but it's kind I got of a family consuming. and friends discount I could share. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. You should get a influencer discount code oh, I know, right? and then you should get extra moolah from that. Okay. So back to travel. We're getting off topic here. Um, okay. Here's one. Clean your room before you leave. There's nothing worse than when you're packing, your room becomes a mess, and then all the clothes that didn't fit in the suitcase are all spread out. But it's so nice to just come home to a clean space. Courtney's on her phone. Sorry. I need to text one more name for the list tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I literally You're going to need to... (laughs) I need to get Camila It's okay. You probably don't have much to say about that one. What did you say? Oh, the clean room. Yeah, clean your room before you leave. Yeah, there's nothing worse than coming back home to... A messy space but also it's like easier said than done because I feel like I'm always last in a packer and then like I'm finishing up a meeting as the uber's arriving and I have to go on a flight and blah blah, blah. but yeah I agree okay if you're traveling in a group of people do you want me to wait let me just send okay now you're good okay cool uh it's so awkward when like I say something but you're I'm not <sighs> that this happens a lot but you're distracted there's no reaction I'm like mm, crickets <laughs> like maybe that was a bad one that was important no, it is important, and that's fine. Can Camila come now? Yeah. Beautiful. Everything we need. Which one do I want to do? Oh, if you're traveling with people, make sure it's you're, you need to find your travel people because it traveling with someone else just says a lot about if you can choose to have that person in your life. <laughs> you learn so much about traveling with someone, their attitude, how they, I don't know, how they pack, if they're stressful there's just so many factors that play into it. Seriously. I've traveled with people who are just as like go with the flow, low maintenance as me. And as beautiful as that is, I feel like we're like, oh shit, we don't even have plans. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's, I mean, I can do that and that's a great, I've also traveled with more like moms of the group and that's even better because then you have everything planned out for you. And it's like, I didn't, I just needed to show up and now I'm going to have the best time of my life. I totally agree. I feel like you learn a lot about someone from the way that they travel and that can break a relationship, I feel. Yeah, 100%. Let's finish up the plane things quick, but you need to drink a lot of water on the plane. It's so mm-hmm. dehydrating, so drink a lot of water before. Buy a water bottle in the airport, even though it's $20. What is your? What do you have to purchase in the airport before your flight? Water. That's it? That's it. I get one big water bottle. And Starbucks if it's in the morning. I and get the line's not too long. A large essential water. Yep. I come to the airport with gum, so I need to buy when I'm there. Mm-hmm. I get a Quest protein bar, chocolate chip, cookie dough flavor. Oh, okay. And then I get a coffee, and that's, like, my staple. I feel like some people are like, oh, I need to buy a bag of Cheez-Its, or I yeah. need to buy a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, it's just, like, a ritual. That's mine. Okay, What's going yours? off of that, when the – did you ask him? No, I'm asking you. Oh, well, mine's just water. Okay. But – when you're on the plane and the little barista comes around, what do you order? I order nothing because I already bought my water. Okay. And then if they're coming around with snacks, if I'm on JetBlue, I need to get their cinnamon seed bar. It's a granola That is bar. very specific. But you're a JetBlue stand because it's constantly going back from Florida. Yeah, yeah. I, I travel JetBlue a, a very decent amount. Yeah. 
What about you? I only do water, but growing up, I would always get a ginger ale. I was just going to say, that's so typical for people on flights. Yeah. Sometimes I'll get hot Dunkin' coffee because that's what JetBlue has. Oh. I'll get like a black cup of coffee. Hmm. Depends on the schmoodalini. Also, I had a Bloody Mary on the plane one time, and it's actually so good because it's just so simple. They have the can of tomato juice, and then you get your booze, whether it's vodka or tequila. But I usually never drink on planes. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, hand sanitizer, obviously. You need you need the hand sanitizer. I put on extra snacks, even though I never eat on the plane, but... I put that down because I was freaking starving on my plane over here. Yeah. Because my flight was so early and I didn't get any food. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't arrive until it was like 12 o'clock our time. Yeah. And I need to have something like at 10 a.m. See. Okay. Pre-travel. Have a date to plan your activities with whoever you're going with. So Joe and I are going to Miami at the end of this month. But we make it so fun. And we're like, all right, tonight we're going to. You make like a date out of it. Yeah. So you have a plan. You know what to expect. Because there's really nothing worse. I mean, I knew you were familiar with the area. So I will say I did zero planning. I should probably take my own tips. But I don't know. It's nice to know where you're going. Because there's nothing worse than showing up and having no idea. And then all the reservations are taken. And you can't get into this iconic restaurant in this city that you don't yeah. never know if you're going to be back to. And I will say it's like very stressful to like for or maybe not everyone thinks this way, but for me personally, it's stressful to be the only person that's like responsible for making the plans. Yeah. My family, we don't travel often. So because I'm like more well-traveled than they are to a certain extent, they always like leave it up to me. But that's like a lot of pressure. So it's nice that you do it with whoever you're going to be traveling with. Because it's like, I don't want to be responsible if you don't like whatever I take you to type thing. Right. But once again, it depends on who you're traveling with and what the what the plan is and whatnot. But yeah, I like that idea. Make it, make it fun. Traveling and experiencing new things are so fun. And as fun as it is to be spontaneous and leave room for that on trips, you should go in with some sort of plan. I agree. How do you go about finding those plans, though? Do you... Because if you search up Google, if you search up, like, Uber's travel section... Or not Uber. Airbnb has, like, an experience section. I feel like it always takes you to, like, the most touristy of things and attractions. Is that the route that you go? Or, like, how do you figure out what you want to do? I literally Google. I you say Google. best restaurants in Miami. Brickle, for example. And then I scroll through so many blogs and there's usually some overlap. And then I look them up and see what the review is. And then I go to their Instagram and check out the vibe. That is very valid. I do that. Something else that I do is when I know that I'm going to a place, it's just like more so on the forefront of my mind. So when I'm like scrolling through Instagram and I see someone that had been there before, like I'll like save it and I'll like see where they've kind of gone. For example, I'm going to Paris in June and I feel like since I know I'm going to Paris, like that's just sticking out to me whenever I see it. Yeah. And so I'm like, although it's months away, I'm like planning, I'm like planting the seeds like so that I can go back to it and be like, okay, I saw this. Let's do this, whatever. TikTok is really good for that too. True. You can use TikTok or Google search. Yeah. You like one video about restaurants in Chicago and then all of a sudden your for you page will pop up with a bunch of other things because you interacted with it. Yep. So that's really smart. Also to all the influencers that are listening to our podcast, if you could please, (laughs) (laughs) if you could please put your guides, your food guides on whatever city you, you can put it on Instagram and you can tag all the good places 
And then it would just make it so much easier for us. Yeah. Please and thank you to all the influencers that listen to the shit that we have to say. Yes. We appreciate you. <laughs> and your support means everything. <laughs> it's a mutual. Mu- Guys, can you just help us become influencers? I'm really trying to just live that life. Yeah. If Court and I could really just travel the world and record and talk into this mic in new cities, then we will have the guides for you. Yeah. So do it for yourself. Let's make an Austin guide on Instagram. Okay. That's cute. Oh, we can, we can add it to the, you can do both Instagram. And so when we come, we, when we become a travel podcast, people so applicable. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. We're amazing. Okay. I don't really have too many more because some of these are kind of blah. Um, oh, packing cubes. Do you have packing cubes? No, but I need. They're, I really highly recommend. They're so nice and it keeps everything organized. And I think that would solve your dirty clothes situation. Yeah, because you'd have you a cube. Put, yep. So that's pretty great. I do use like, um, they're like, you know, those dryer pouches? No. I feel like you do. I'm just not explaining it properly. It's like the mesh bags that you, you're supposed to yes, put like your yep, underwear know, in or your bras talking. in, whatever. Yeah. Your, I have one for socks. I have one for underwear. I have one for like little things like that. Okay. That so I'd that's eventually kind of the use. same thing. Yeah. But yeah, I could probably upgrade to some packing cubes. No, you definitely should. And I don't think they're too expensive. No. So they're worth the investment. You know, what we should talk about as along with travel mm-hmm. and what we've already expressed mindsets on vacation definitely so one of my other tips is have no expectations (laughs) have literally this is for everything in life my birthdays growing up as a kid I hated my birthdays because I would have these expectations of like feeling like I don't know like the day was about me yeah you know and simply that that's just like not life. You know no. what I mean? And then I would always be let down. Yeah. Especially when you're traveling though. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm going to go to this city. I'm going to have the time of my life. It's going to be so amazing. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And then you get there and it's just, you've built it up so much in your head. Yeah. So I, this clicked for me recently, but the trips that I've done last minute where I had no time to think about exactly. it. Exactly. I think of Nashville. Yeah. I had no idea what was happening. We went with such a big group of people. I didn't need to plan anything. I fully just booked the flights. Again, Same with Charleston. Didn't see, yeah, exactly. And I'm just you along just for the up. ride. And both of those trips were some of the best trips of my life. Yeah. The spontaneous trips. You don't have time to think about it. You don't really have time to plan. You don't have time to formulate this idea in your head of what it's going to be like. And kind of going off of that and just like allowing yourself to be spontaneous. Like another way that you can find out what the local things are to do as opposed to like Google searching. Literally go out to a bar, go out to a restaurant, whatever, and start asking around the locals. Like where should I go for dinner tomorrow night? Where should I uh grat or where should I go for like a a nightcap after this like anything at all I love kind of talking to people that are from here as opposed to just seeing what the touristy things are to do yeah I always ask my uber driver for recommendations that's the first thing I do um and then me gab and lg did that Courtney I mean I've just thrown up in my mouth (laughs) court (laughs) um (sighs) Me, Gab, and LG did that in Mardi Gras. We asked a lot, like, oh, where should we go? And we got recommendations for, like, the best bars, the best live music. We're okay. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, highly recommend that as well. Anything else about mindset? Maddie, Daddy, can you pass me another salty, please? 
Did you already finish it? Oh yeah. Oh my god, I That's need to why I've been sipping. burping. Second round of ASMR. Beautiful. Wasn't as good as the first one. But yeah, so on top of on top of like mindset and being open and not having expectations, I think it's important for you to realize you're on a trip, you're on vacation. This is deviating away from your day-to-day life and your routine and that's something you should embrace and you deserve it. You don't need to worry about, oh, I typically eat super healthy so I need to eat healthy in this moment. Not saying you need to like splurge and go crazy, but like allow yourself grace, experience new things, get out of your comfort zone. Maddie is shaking his head no because he's he's too stubborn for that stuff. Yep. And you can do both in this house. But... (laughs) Like in immer- this house, I like that. Immerse yourself in other cultures. That's the best part of traveling. And just know that you kind of need it. And I feel like Maddie even talked about this last time. She was like, I didn't know how badly I needed to chill the fork out until I was on vacay. And I just like let life happen. Yeah. Because um, beautiful things happen, you know? I agree. Yeah, I think just being open and willing to try new things is important when you're on vacation and just go into it with a positive attitude like don't I guess that just goes off of no expectations but there's nothing worse than when you're the one being like oh I thought this was gonna be better like oh this could have oh we should have gone here instead like I knew we should have tried that restaurant like just live in the moment and enjoy where you're at yeah because that's kind of blah and then also make sure you're on the same page as your travel buddies. There are people who like to just chill and do nothing on vacation. And then there's people who like to go, 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 do all the activities, do all the events. And it, it's kind of hard when you're trying to balance two different people on that spectrum when you're on vacation with them. Totally. I think those are all my travel tips. Let me think to see if there's any others that just come to my mind. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Don't take your shoes off on a plane. No one wants to smell. Oh, wait. I have quickie questions. Yay. Okay. This is one of them. Funsies. <laughs> okay, we can we can start. Do you take your shoes off on the plane? No. Growing up, I did. When I was younger, I did. But if, I ha- if I'm on, like, a super long flight and I'm in the same row as, like, my friends and family, then yes. But no, I typically keep my shoes on. Do you find it repulsing when other people take their shoes off uh yeah okay specifically I mean I've never really been in that case scenario but if I'm sitting next to someone and they take their shoes off and like they have like unmanicured like toenails and well, like you need to have socks it on. might smell or whatever then yeah I'm gonna be a little uncomfortable so I feel like I, the reason I don't take my shoes off is because I want to respect the other people that are around me who may find that disgusting Mm. what about you so I never knew people hated this so much because growing up on the on planes or growing up traveling with my family my mom would always be like all right girls make sure you pack your airplane socks and we'd always put the fuzzy socks on and we change our shoes that's different though because your butt because I know that's for younger you know yeah kids but then growing up that's all I knew so I would always take my it was just second nature to me yeah. I'd get on the plane and get settled and take my shoes off. And then I heard people hate that. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. If it's a long flight, though, I'll make sure, like, I have my socks and I'll, I will take them off. Yeah. Never if, barefoot. If I were with someone or I was sitting next to someone who took off their shoes and then put on a separate pair of, like, 
fuzzy socks or something that wouldn't gross me out yeah because it shows you know you're you're put together all right they're being respectful they they just plan to do this they're not like oh let me take my shoes off yeah i've never heard of that though good on anita my mom would just we just take our shoes off and just chill you know yeah okay um do you prefer carry on or checked bag i know we kind of talked about it but carry on carry on I go back and forth. I really don't know. I think for quick travel, of course, carry on efficient, but also it is really nice to have the extra things. Yeah, definitely. Like cowboy boots. Aisle or window? Window. I'm aisle. Window. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Um, Do you sleep or watch movies slash activities? Or is it a mix of the two? I sleep. I never really watch movies unless I'm on like a very, very long flight. Because I'm too busy with all my activities that I plan for myself. Exactly. Me too. I'm definitely um, a sleeper over movies. I never watch movies on planes. And I usually put in a podcast and then fall asleep to it. Yeah. And then when I wake up, I'm like, oh, this podcast is good. And then I doze off again. It's kind of perfect. Um, all right. I guess we kind of touched on these, but ch- cheaper upgrade your seats. Do you just go for the cheapest flight, the cheapest airline, like budget travel? Or is it like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to pay. Okay. What about this? Paying to choose your seat, the extra $20, $30. No. Really? No, I don't really care. I mean, most, most airlines that I fly, I can choose my seat anyway. I, but I would never pay an extra $20 to sit two rows up. Like that just sounds so stupid to me. Yeah. I'm slowly being changed. It depends on how much, but I don't know. If it's a short flight, I don't care. This was a four and a half hour flight. Like I, I didn't upgrade, but like I made sure I had a good row, good seat. Honestly, Delta flight, my seat was so nice and spacious and comfortable. I was very impressed. You know, it's the worst when you literally like you purposely don't take a budget airline. You take something like JetBlue. I don't, is that a budget? That's not a budget airline. That's like, no, my next one is your preferred airline. Is it JetBlue? Um, I, I haven't really taken Delta too much. I have enjoyed Delta. Delta also paid us $800 to go to Nashville that one time. Hell yeah. But, um, jet, it, there's nothing worse than like paying for jet blue over something else. Right. Like thinking that, that you're safe by doing that and then stepping on the plane and it being one of the older, smaller planes that are yeah. dingier and dirtier. It's like, uh, fork they should give you a warning about that like i don't know if they can actually book flights out that far in advance probably not but you never know what plane you're gonna get yeah they should let you know i feel like they need to disclose that information um i'm a delta stan for sure however if you're going international lufthansa is literally the best airline in the world i've never been it I is so elite maybe you'll take it to paris it's incredible i think they fly from hawaii to paris <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. They flew me from I think I'm flying Europe like United to or something. United. Okay. I don't know. We'll see. I haven't booked anything yet. And I'm literally leaving in like a couple weeks. Oops. <laughs> okay. Last and final question. Time of day you like to take your flight. Are you a morning, red eye, middle of the day? Not middle of the day. Either super early morning or like 6 p.m. Okay. Arriving somewhere by like in between like 9 and 10 p.m. What about you? Early morning. I'm so excited. I barely sleep the night before a flight. I'm like a little kid. It's like Christmas. Christmas morning. Yeah. I love it. I'm just so excited. I want to get up and then call my Uber and get to the airport. 
And that's all we have for you today. I feel like that was long. It was. It was a good one, though, I think. Yeah. Um, Maddie, Daddy, Daddy. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Wonderful. He is a You Can Do Both pod stan. Yeah. Our number one fan. And our first live audience. How do you feel? He's going to be our manager one day. He feels honored. He could be your COO. Mm, yeah. Or CFO. I think C- I think CFO. Let's... Guys. Welcoming our CFO on the podcast for the first time, we have... Maddie Daddy! Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have to go. Thanks for listening, guys. Ciao. And talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.